Welcome to Be The Light with Pastor Zachir Robinson. In this show, we are talking to Roshan Hamilton, an author, a mother, and a singer, and she talks about her journey to salvation. So let's tune in because this is a show you don't want to miss. Welcome everybody to Be The Light. This is Coach Zakia Robinson and today I am here with Roshan Hamilton and she's going to be talking about her journey to Christ. Um, I always love doing journeys to Christ because a lot of us, we are currently, you know, people are currently going through something right now and they're just like, how can I get back on the wagon with God? How can I get back on the that map that God had for me? But a lot of times we have to be encouraged. God's word says that, you know, through the testimony of others or that through the testimony of others that, you know, that will, um, okay, start over, start over. I can't get <laughs> yeah. the words together. Okay. That's okay. Through yeah. the testimony of others who wins over to Christ. Um, couple of takes, yeah. no problem. Yeah, no. that was I the first time that, that happened. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> My words would not stop. It's <laughs> like, gather it together. Okay. You got this. Girl. All right. Mm-hmm. Welcome, everybody, to Be The Light. This is Coach Zakia Robinson. And what I am talking about today is someone's journey to Christ. Of course, we want to know that, you know, through our words and through our testimony, it brings other people out of situations that they're in. And also today, I wanted to, um, you know, introduce Roshan Hamilton. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, today we're just going to just briefly talk about some of the different experiences that she have went through because, you know, everyone's journey is different. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What are you doing? You know, I know you're a singer. You you sing. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I uh, love how God brought you and I together. This is my sister girl in Christ. Right. And um, we live very close to each other. (laughs) So and ended up we were at the same church for a little while, but you know, God always has these divine appointments. Um, but I am Rashawn Hamilton and I'm really honored to be here. I don't take it lightly when God gives me these moments and these opportunities to first of all, glorify him. But secondly, talk about my journey to Christ. So, um, as Zakia said, I am, a singer, I consider myself a prophetic minstrel and I, I, I love it and I take it very seriously. Um, I think I'm a woman of many facets and colors and I love that God does that with us, that we're not just, you know, one dimensional. So right. I'm also an author. I'm a teacher. Um, speaker and whatever else God wants me to be. I think most importantly at this, at this moment in this season, a mother to my beautiful daughter, Sadina and my awesome son, Deshaun. And so I count that an honor. And uh, yeah, that's <laughs> kind of me right. and who I am. <laughs> I want to, it, it's so crazy how God brought us uh, close to yes. each other because we literally live in the same building. Yes. And the crazy thing is, is one day I'm out running and I'm just like, you know, getting ready to run and me and her bump into each other and we just opened up a conversation and yeah. was like, I had no idea that we had so, so much <laughs> in common. We stood out there for about 20 minutes talking. Yes. Um, but then ever since that day, we've just kind of been connected past each other in passing. But um, I wanted to bring her on because because of her her story and because mm-hmm. of her testimony and how far God have brought her through, you know, of course, we all still may be going through things. Yes. But what was the leading up until now? Like, what was that thing for you that was like, OK, God is real and I need to get back on this path with God? 
So uh, a little bit of background, and and my prayer is always that this will encourage not just another woman, but even a child, anybody. But so growing up, I had a very rough childhood. Um, mm-hmm. I won't go into too much detail now, but um, because God hasn't released me to do that yet, but it was not easy. Um, I'm from Jamaica. Oh, Excuse wow. Me. I didn't yeah. realize that. I'm from Jamaica. Really? Yes. Proud. <laughs> and, um, but I, I came to the States, grew up in Miami. And, um, really, I have to say, my grandmother, who loved the Lord, you know, was kind of set in traditions, but loved the Lord, mm-hmm. I think was really the beginning and start of me understanding God and understanding Christ and, and who they are to me. Um, I know some people can understand this. I kind of grew up in church. Right. Um, so it was the religiosity, um, Church of God in Christ. I think I've been Baptist, Pentecostal, <laughs> some of everything. Okay, right. So y'all, you didn't like, kind of been in a little bit. Yes, you know, a little like bit about some, everyone's religion. <laughs> y'all, some of everything. Okay. So, um, but, but to say that I still hold on to that because even though it was a lot of tradition and religiosity, it was the foundation that kind of set me on my path. Right. So kind of fast forwarding. Went to went ended up going to church a lot with my grandmother. Um, left Miami and came up to Tallahassee to come to college at FAM, and uh, was so excited. Got a full scholarship up here, and it's so funny. I always said I'm getting back to Miami. I'm going home, and mm-hmm. there's nothing I'm going to get out of Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys know God has plans that we don't have any control oh, over. Okay, I know all about that. <laughs> and even if you try to veer and do something else, I tried to get out of here twice, y'all. I did, I promise you, tires blew out. Some of everything happened. I went to Miami, ended up having to come back. And it's so funny because I had totally forgot that I was, uh, I had registered for grad school, got into grad school. Yes. All part of God's plan. Um, an incident, an incident that changed my life though, that I think really started me on my path was in 1998. I was in a fatal car accident mm. in college. Wow. And it literally almost destroyed me because I was saying to myself, How can a God who loves me literally have me go through so much madness in my childhood, come to college, and then I end up watching my, I literally watched my friend die in front of me. And so Mm. even though it was one of the darkest, roughest moments of my life, it was the catalyst that kind of brought me back to Christ, if that makes sense. And I said, I've got to figure out what this is. What is this life about? What is this journey about, you know, with Christ? And that kind of set me on the path. Now, I want to encourage somebody today. I was still going out to the clubs. I was still, because I love music, love music, yes. love dancing, was still going out to the clubs, still trying to enjoy my life, you know, and then kind of put God on the side on Sundays. But what I love about God and his grace is that he knew that at one point I'd be at this moment right mm-hmm. here with my girl or I'll be, you know, with my books and different things. He knew there was another plan for my life. So and I want to I want to say something about that yes. because it's like God have already given us the, the gifts mm-hmm. on the inside of us. And then here comes the enemy. He comes to try to take those away or for us to use those gifts for his kingdom. And we have to realize that there's two kingdoms. We have the kingdom of God and yes. we have the kingdom of darkness. And so when it comes to that, it's like the enemy, he's going to come to kill, steal and destroy. Mm-hmm. And he's going to try to veer us away from the calling that God has for us. And some of you right now is, is one of the yes. people who's going through. I mean, it just 
seems like everything is breaking loose in your life. You feel Absolutely. like there's no hope. You feel like some of you may be suicidal. <laughs> some of you right now be depressed or stressed yes. and, you know, having all these negative thoughts. But you just have to realize that you may be one of the chosen. You may be yes. one of the called. You may Absolutely. be someone that God is saying, hey, I'm going to I'm going to use you and I'm going to mm-hmm. need you to write this book to help other people. But the thing is, is sometimes we beat ourselves up. Sometimes we are our own critics. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it's like, how do you get out of that? Like, what do I, like, how do I see the vision Mm -hmm. that God sees for me? And a lot of times we don't see that until we hit that rock bottom. Right. And that's such a great point. That's such a great point. So, so there was a couple of rock bottom moments for me that literally, that is why I (laughs) am so close to Christ now. And so don't ever, like feel bad about those rock bottom moments. Yes. It's very hard when you go through guys, yes. but so um the the fatal car accident was one. I didn't even know what to do after. My world was spinning. I you know, I just couldn't couldn't grasp. And and being honest now, you know, was really saying, was my friend saved? Was he not saved? Right. You know, you battle with these questions. You battle with guilt. Yes. You battle with a lot. Yeah, because it's not about when a person dies, mm-hmm. you know, because we all going to die one day, mm-hmm. right? We're all right. going to meet our maker. Um, Rather, if that means you're going to meet him to get your judgment for hell or if you're going to meet him to get your, you know, That's your right. crown. But the thing is, is it's not like how you die it's not when you die but it's the fact that do you know christ do Mm -hmm. you have a relationship with him are you saved are you ready to to meet your maker you know because a lot of times like when people pass away i feel mostly grieved when i know the person is not going to happen you know just because they say they didn't believe out of their own mouth Mm -hmm. and you tried and you tried but yet absolutely they would not take heed to it and that's a real thing and i think people want to stray away from this and i'm Mm -hmm. just at a point where I'm just tired of people debating if there's a heaven and a hell. There is a heaven and there is a hell and you have to make a choice. So that's one thing that God dealt with me on as I was going through my journey. I I knew I was saved, right? I knew I knew him, but was I living for him? So I battled in college, y'all. I was a DJ. I mean, like on the ones and twos, I, you know, I I like because I love music. Right. And so Satan was trying to pull me in one direction. But I had this tug in my heart where I just knew that I was supposed to be doing more. Mm -hmm. And so um, fast forward, I ended up getting pregnant at 26. Like I told you guys, I came back for my master's came to came back to Tallahassee and was doing my master's at FAMU and um, got pregnant with my son. And I always tell him, you know, Christ saved me, but he, I kind of always tell him he, he saved my life because I was very angry and embittered and mad at life. I was wow. going through life day by day. Y'all, I was just going through the motions surviving. I was in survival mode, but um Christ was was little by little. He was pulling me and what a loving God to not give me what I deserved as I was out in the clubs and I was DJing and kind of drawing people being honest towards Satan. And I had mm-hmm. to repent and ask for forgiveness for that. And he's such a gracious God. There is a verse in Isaiah that says, Lord, do not hold the ignorance of my youth against me. And he knew Rashawn has a heart for me. So I am going to let her go on this journey. There are still consequences. There are physical consequences mm-hmm. in this world, but the grace and mercy of God. And I really want to encourage somebody today who feels like they don't know what to do next. Just cry out for help. The grace and mercy of God is there and he wants to help you and he wants to lead and guide you. 
And sometimes you don't have to say words because God knows yes. what you're feeling. Um, you mm, know, just kind of getting into his presence and just turning on that praise and worship music and allowing that to play. God knows what your heart is bleeding yes. out for. He yes. knows what you're crying about. Um, and the thing is, is we don't have to we don't have to try to explain ourselves sometimes because mm-hmm. he already know. And that was the girl, that was the religiousness of so being with my grandma at church of God in Christ. I used to get angry when I would go to church with her sometimes because they would do all the pomp and circumstance <laughs> and thou and this. And I'd be like, y'all know full well, as soon as you get out of here, you're going to be cussing somebody out or talking bad about somebody. And so I've always had a sincere heart in the sense of I don't like fakeness, especially in the church. Right. People are genuinely hurting and they need Christ. Yes. We don't have time. For, for fake Christianity, for watered down, you know, Christianity. So, so another thing that I wanted to encourage somebody about today is another rock bottom moment that happened for me. So I went through, uh, grad school, graduated, had my son, um, was married and kind of going along the motions. Um, I did not really know who I was in Christ in college, and I did not know my self-worth. As a woman, unfortunately, in, in my family, as a woman, it was kind of almost expected. You just get married, you have children, and whoever you're with, whether it's negative or positive, you know, that's what it is. So I got married, and really, it's because... <laughs> I know it's going to sound funny to some people. I didn't want to fornicate. I did not want to. I was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. I feel shame. You know, I feel guilt. Totally Mm -hmm. wrong reason to get married. But you have to understand at that time, I didn't know what marriage meant as far as a Christ like marriage or Christ centered marriage. Didn't know wasn't spiritually astute to what the word said about marriage. Right. I think that's a lot how a lot of people end up getting in marriage and why it ends up in divorce is because mm-hmm. you want a lot of people want the benefits of marriage, but yes. then they don't know the background foundation of what the Bible say about marriage because it's completely different from the world's view. Completely. And so it's so funny. And this is why I love God again, his grace and mercy. Oh, Rashawn does just not. She doesn't know any better. <laughs> so I what I love is that when I had my son, I had started to say, okay, there are some things that have to be different. I didn't know what a generational curse or a generational pattern mm-hmm. of behavior was at that time. Right. But God knew I had a desire in my heart to want better for my children and my children's children. So again, it's it's the journey, right? It's the process. You know, right. you know this. So going through a horrible marriage, mm-hmm. horrible Well, as I started to find out who Rashawn was in Christ, as I started to say, you know what? Even though I'm a teacher, even though I'm a mom, I'm a, I'm a minstrel, I'm a writer. So guys, I love writing. I've, I've written since I was little and I didn't even remember God brought it back to me. So kind of fast forward to 2014. I, God just started inundating me with songs. He downloads them into me and will give me the words. And then he downloaded, um, started downloading, um, some ideas for books. Well, Just another amazing moment. I actually did a segment on Wave 94 called Teachable Moments. I got an awesome opportunity from Doug Apple to, to do this. And so my, so I say this to say, right? When you have a desire for the things of the Lord, he will make it come to pass. You don't have to figure it out, guys. Just listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. So I got the opportunity to do that. And then it turned into my first book, Teachable Moments. Um, and then, I love children, guys, love children. And so I got to do a children's book called The Love of Numbers. And I'll tell you guys more about that later. But I just say that to say, 
He started opening me up to the idea that I have these callings and these gifts in you and you are well able to do them. Mm -hmm. Now you have to understand as a young lady, I always felt that I was not adequate and I want to really empower a young lady, even just a young man as well. I felt so inadequate. Am I able to do something for the Lord? Am I able to, to, to manifest these things? Mm-hmm. And God was like, absolutely. If you're just obedient and do what I ask, it will come to pass. And so I give all glory and honor to him for that. But I just really want to encourage somebody today. If you're not sure, like, what do I do with these gifts and these callings? Just sit and be still before him. And he will literally, you may not hear a voice, but you'll get an unction or a feeling like it was days, guys, that I was like, I have to write. Like mm-hmm. I, if I don't write, I'm going to feel so tormented because the things of the Lord will come to pass. Whether yes. you decide to be obedient or not, he will either use you or he'll He's go to somebody, somebody else. else. <laughs> right. So even this God moment right now, like he knew to connect me and my girl, you know, I'm just, I'm just in awe because if you're obedient and you allow him to lead and guide you, the things that he has for your life will come to pass. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so and I just want to make sure that people who's out there, you know, from what you just said, a lot of people, they're moving in fear, um, mm-hmm. the fear of, OK, what if it doesn't work out? The fear of, OK, what if I'm not hearing from God? Yes. But, you know, he says faith without works is dead. You have to move out Absolutely. on it and you have to have the faith that God's going to open up the doors that needs to be opened. Um, just like with me recently, you know, God had told me, given me some instructions mm-hmm. to do. He's like, OK, you're going to stop working at, you know, this place you're working at. You're going to start moving into the calling that I've called you into. You know, you're going to start getting on the right. radio. And I'm like, OK, God, like you do know that my rent was paid through yes. um, this this job. <laughs> right. And he's had to remind me, like, excuse me, who gave you that job? Right. And I'm like, OK. You're right. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to do this. So I, I literally moved out on faith. But don't. I'm not going to act like a little bit of fear wasn't there because mm-hmm. it was. But then I had to remember who my God is. I have to remember the other times that he's brought me through right. where I had no no other way. You know, I... <laughs> At the time I didn't know him, you know, before I came to Christ, you know, he was even showing out for me. And so I just want to encourage those that's out there to know that it's possible you can do it. You can do it through God. And, you know, it's in our weaknesses where we're made strong. And how powerful is that? Right. So that's one thing I think. I wish somebody would have taught me that's so freeing. You can be fearful. So not like not necessarily walking in fear, guys. There's a difference. You can be afraid. You can be fearful of the unknown, of Mm -hmm. changes. Um, When I when I got my divorce, I did not know what I was going to do. I literally had hit rock bottom everything was taken away. Everything, guys. I had three and a half acres, a dream home, cars, different things. It was all taken away. I, some, some moments, and I know some of you guys can understand this. I feel like I couldn't even breathe from yes. minute to minute. I, I know. And this is the yes. rock bottom moment I want to tell you all about. I was in this big, you know, 1800 plus square feet crown molding home. And I would sit by myself mm-hmm. Because I was going through court battles, I was going through custody things, and I literally said, the pain that I'm experiencing in my life is mm-hmm. too great. Now, it wasn't a suicidal thing, y'all. It was just, right. can can somebody take the pain away? Yes. When you are a person who has a pure heart and you love people and you love the Lord, when people do you wrong, it's almost like you don't even know what to do because you can't process. You you start to really understand, gosh, there are evil people in the world. There are, you know, people. Uh, uh, 
people who don't want good for you when that's what you want for others. It's very hard to wrap your mind around that. Yes. So again, part of the journey and I'm not telling anybody what to do. God told me specifically that it was time for me to step out of my marriage because it became abusive. Things started happening and I had to make a choice. Am I going to get the best that God has for me? Or am I going to be stuck in this religiosity? Well, you're married to this person. Better or worse, guys, I took my vows seriously. But when it comes to the point where you're starting to be abused and mistreated, that's not God's best. And that's not part of what he has for you. So and I also want to add to that to make sure that you're getting the direction from God. Yes. Okay. We don't want you to say, oh, yeah, this is my token. I'm hearing this now. And, you know, Absolutely. you know, God is answering my prayers. Yes. <laughs> but no, no I, what I would like for you to do is to take time, fast, pray, mm-hmm. ask God, what is the steps you want me to take in Absolutely. this moment? Because I am Absolutely. to a person who um, had to face divorce mm-hmm. and, you know, you know, I was cheated on multiple times. Mm-hmm. I w- went through narcissistic abuse. Yes. And so there's a lot of things that I went through and I didn't just give up. I really tried to make it work That's for years, yeah, about nine, mm-hmm. 10 years. I tried to make this thing work, but eventually it got to a point where I did think about mm-hmm. suicidal thoughts. I did think about harming mm-hmm. the person. I mean, there was so many wow. different things, not even realizing that I had demons mm-hmm. <laughs> that was controlling mm-hmm. my emotions. It was controlling how I felt. It was controlling what I did, how I reacted, how right. I responded. Right. But thankfully, I got deliverance. So, yes. um, but through That's that, powerful, yes, though. through yeah. that, y'all need to know that you need to get your, your approval through God. Through God, absolutely. And I was going to say, she made a great point. It took me years. This was years, guys. When you have children, Mm -hmm. everything in your life is tied around marriage. And one thing I want to say, too, thank you, Holy Spirit. I was still pursuing my goals and dreams, still Mm -hmm. moving forward in the midst of there were some days I couldn't breathe and I didn't want to be on this earth. And there were other days I was like, okay, so you're you're not bipolar you're not cuckoo for cocoa puffs you know if you're if you're persevering (laughs) it was me saying okay i'm gonna get through this moment but also i want to say god sent helpers and sent friends to encourage me and i would i would just encourage anyone to find a church home find good godly people who know the word who can Mm -hmm. pray because that's one of the things that helped me through the that darkest uh point in my life yes um the courts did a situation where my kids were taken from me three weekends out of the month. Now, you have to remember, y'all, God is the head of my life, Jesus, but my kids were like everything. Yes. So this was a moment where I didn't even know what to do because mm-hmm. my identity was caught up in being a mother. Yes. Well, part of that journey that God had for me was you have to learn who you are outside of your children, mm-hmm. outside of being a teacher. And I f- am very thankful now on the back end, y'all. I'm very thankful now that I had those moments of alone time with him. I had to cry out to God from the very pit of my soul. And I had never really done that before. Yeah. And now when I say I know him and I know him to be a healer emotionally, physically, mentally, I know him to be a provider because with the home we had, the acreage, everything it was not sustainable on one teacher income, y'all. It was just. And so I say that to say when I say Jehovah Jireh, my provider it's not a song to me. It's not. Uh, words. It is the real deal. I have an experience. I have a relationship with him. I hit 
zero, y'all. There were days I didn't have groceries. There were days I did not know how I was going to pay my bills. And I am here today to encourage someone to let you know he will not leave you. It is not words. He will not forsake you. He is for you. He loves you and he will keep you. Even when you don't know how to mm-hmm. keep yourself, even when you don't know what that looks like, like um, the Bible says, you don't even, and, and, and like Zacchaeus said, you don't even have to say words. There were, there were days I was on the floor in my house and I was groaning or I was crying so bad I couldn't breathe. And in that moment, God knew, or there was times when all I could say was God help. I don't even know what that means, Lord. I just need your help. And he knew. And I want to say this to encourage somebody today. You don't have to know what tomorrow looks like. You don't have to know what the next minute looks like. If you know Christ and you have him, he will keep you. He will protect you. He will protect your children. He will honor the desires in your heart. And I really, that's my main point that I want somebody to hear today. You don't have to know what it looks like. You don't have to have this life figured out, but you cannot do this life without Christ. You cannot do this life without Christ. The peace that I have in my life, I don't have a lot, but I know God is going to provide and he's going to restore. But the peace that I have in my life now, you cannot put a price tag on. There's nobody abusing me. There's nobody telling me what I'm not. There's nobody making my children feel horrible. Yes, there's still trials daily, but the peace of God and the knowing that he is keeping me and my family you cannot put a price tag on. There's no amount of money in the world. And I pray that peace for everyone listening to this today. I pray that you will find that peace that passes all understanding. I pray in the midst of the storm that that peace will will come upon you and be with you. Yes. Amen. I agree to all of that. Um, I wanted to talk really quick before um, the show ended and I wanted to talk about these teachable moments. Like tell us just a quick brief about what this is about. I think it self-explanatory teachable moments, but just kind of talk about it just briefly and then tell us where they can find this at. Yes. And then quickly tell us about the um, the love of numbers, the children's book and where they can find this at. Amen. Well, thank you so much. So guys, again, God is awesome. So I wanted to share with you all, I have three books that I've written. Um, This is Teachable Moments right here. They're all on Amazon. Teachable Moments was kind of birthed out of my desire and passion to empower parents. So one thing as a teacher, I see... Y'all, Satan is real and he's trying to take our children. Mm -hmm. And God has given me a mandate to love children, but also to empower parents. So Teachable Moment has so many great nuggets, y'all. There are such great nuggets of wisdom from life experience that I've had on how parents can be empowered to help their children and to help themselves. The Love of Numbers is my baby, y'all. I love it. It's my children's book. And if you see, there's lots of very cute characters. And um, I'm a kindergarten preschool teacher at heart. I teach kindergarten now. So I wrote these two books in 2014. And this children's book, y'all, is awesome because it just, all the characters, they just love on each other. And that's one thing that God wanted me to do is to teach children how to love each other. The bullying Guys is real. It's prevalent. So I just wanted I wanted to write a book where all the characters love each other. Um, my other book, guys, that I wanted to share with you, I actually ran out because 
a couple of my friends had been like, Rashawn, can I get Daniel's Arise? And I wanted to bless them with it. But I wanted to share with you guys, that's Daniel's Arise. And this is, this is it, y'all. Honestly, I sat one day and God started downpouring into me all of these nuggets of wisdom from the book of Daniel. There are so many nuggets of wisdom, parents, children in the book of Daniel. One of the reasons why Daniel and his friends were so honored by God is because they stood their ground. They did not compromise in their belief to the point of death. And as you all know, he protected and kept them every time. And there are Daniels in this generation that are ready to rise up, but we have to lead them and guide them. So guys, I love my other two books, but this is my passion and my heart's desire. And it's on Amazon as well. Okay, so all three books are on Amazon. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. up under Roshan Hamilton. Hamilton or Rashawn Brown. So okay. before I was Brown, B-R-O-W-N, but you can put in any of the titles and put Rashawn Hamilton or Rashawn Brown and it will pop up on Amazon. All right, perfect. Yes. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing your journey with yes. us. I really hope that this um, touched someone's heart today because there's someone out there that's listening. I'm pretty sure they're like, wow, this really hit home because there's some things that you mentioned that like hit home for me that I felt within my spirit. So um, again, if you want to purchase any of her books, please make sure you go visit Amazon. I'm also going to put that in um, the YouTube video. So if you caught this right at the end or in the middle and you would love to hear it back from the beginning, please go to um, my YouTube, Zakia Robinson. All the information will be there on how to purchase her books. And um, you know what? Just be a blessing to someone today. And we hope you all just be blessed. Thank you so much. Love y'all. God bless. We're praying for you. Amen. Amen.